0: Covering the stocks, VP of Equity Research, Gaul. This is a big move in Lyft. I know you've been waiting for this. What do you think?
1: Uh, yeah, I think we got pretty much exactly what what we were hoping for here. Uh, the the sentiment around Lyft and rideshare I think got really negative, uh, mostly around the labor market and and Lyft and Uber's ability to bring drivers back onto the network. Um, we're seeing that work out. It's taking a little bit longer than expected, but. Um, you know lifted, say that that it it had it has improved over the quarter, in particular in in September after the uh, federal un, unemployment benefits um, expired and seeing more drivers come back onto the network, um, and that they're going to start to pare back on on the incentives, uh, the extra incentives they've been giving drivers to bring uh, to, to 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 bring them back onto the network. So I think that that's the most notable thing that we're seeing here. Profitability better than expected for the second quarter in a row. Guidance uh, was better than expected for 4Q. Um, So really on track um, in in a lot of different ways.
0: Now the uh, profitability side of how much sustainability, what do you think uh, investors should expect going forward now that they are marking some of these milestones on the bottom line?
1: In terms of profitability, I think we should continue to expect more. I think what we've seen, uh, and this has played out since the beginning of the pandemic, uh, Lyft really took an opportunity to uh, kind of reset uh, once demand really dropped. They took a lot of expenses out of their business. They they, they did things like, uh, like 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 spin out their um, uh, their uh, autonomous vehicle uh, business, and that unit which which was operating at a significant loss, uh, and and they 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 reset their expense structure and they built uh, a, a lot of leverage into their model and we're seeing that play out. And so now as we're kinda seeing the demand come back on, um, we are seeing some uh, some pricing opportunity where prices are up, they don't want them to be up where they are here, but we are seeing that, that there is some elasticity in that model um, and they are in a good place and continue to, to lever up and, and see uh, profitability move in the right direction.
0: So uh, adjusted for stock-based compensation and payroll taxes, Net income of just shy of $18 million. DeGaul, do you expect that the days of negative on that figure are over, will lift it, give us only positive uh, net income uh, on that basis going forward?
1: Hard to say that that'll happen every single quarter going forward. Uh, As we've learned in the last year, there's uh, a lot of things that can can come up and and give us a surprise. But in general, yeah, I think that's the, the, the direction we're headed in should continue to march up to better margins over time.
0: Okay. Uh, We're going to do some trading here on Lyft. Oh, oh, last point, Igual, you did bring your price target down, though. Is that just kind of reflecting some of the price action in the range this has been trading in?
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, You know, the multiples have compressed. I think we've seen multiple compression in in a lot of different places among tech uh, over the past couple months and quarters. There's still a ton of upside uh, on on our price target, and and we feel confident they, they can get there.
0: Okay. All right. $77, uh, the level you're looking for. We're going to trade it now with that in mind. Uh, Stick with us, Agal, because we're going to talk some Uber here in a moment. Tom, lift after the report if you want to chase this rally for another 26 dollars 5 to the price target of Agal. How do you do it?
2: Well, I think uh, you look at duration a little bit. You've got implied volatility that's fallen uh, pretty rapidly post the results, not only uh, because the event risk is off, but also because the stock's moving higher. So how do you play this? Well, I looked out to January, giving yourself some duration using the option market as opposed to the stock because we've got some lower implied volatility. And looking at buying the January 50 strike call, slightly in the money, Uh, And then against it to reduce some of our costs on that bullish position, selling the 60 strike call against it, you're paying roughly about a 310 debit for that. Uh, So $310 at risk per spread, right, based on the number of contracts you do. Uh, with the potential for that spread to expand to $10, right? So okay. you've got a good risk reward setup. You need a move of about 10 bucks to get above that break even point. You're to get capped point. out before you
0: goal's target,
2: though. Yeah, you are, but you're only come due- on, Tom, this, swing
0: for the fences. This is
2: only a three month trade, Ollie. This isn't something that's 12 months out like all a right, price okay. target that you go all you go might have. Okay. So this is a, a, a mid term to longer term uh, bullish position. Uh, your break even's 53,10, so you only need to move about three bucks above that break even. Right. And you have some flexibility by buying verticals as opposed to selling an out of the money put vertical because as the stock moves higher, you can start maybe parsing down your position uh, if it starts to expand in your favor. Uh, gives you a little bit more flexibility. But you do have 79 days in this trade, so about a medium-term trade with the outlook that it's going to hit 60 by the end of uh, January expiration.
0: Okay, 60 would be pretty impressive. It'd right. be the first higher high we've had on the chart since March. But just to break even on this, you're really not asking much at all. 53 Ex- bucks, exactly. well within the range it's traded here over the last couple months. Okay, let's talk some Uber. You all still with us. Mr. Rooney, looking at Uber's move, 5%. Nice pop, still half a lift, and also nothing outlandish in terms of where it's traded. The stock over the last several months. Does Uber follow suit here eventually, or are these two different companies?
1: It should follow suit. I mean, there's a couple of things that are different. One of them is is Uber Eats, um, and so you know we'll we'll have to see kind of what what's going on in, in, in the food delivery business as we've seen the, the reopening play out. Some really difficult comps we have seen so far uh at least through the first half of the year is that uber eats has been performing well even though we have been gra- gradually opening so it's been Positive indication. Um, we'll, we need to see that continue and kind of move move in the, in the in the right direction as well. The other thing that's different is Uber is international, and so we'll have a little bit more exposure to uh, some of the puts and takes around COVID and reopening in, in different markets, which, uh, as we continue to learn through earnings season, does vary um, quite quite dramatically. So, um, international a little bit different. Uh, Uber Eats a little bit different, but on, on the domestic side, we would expect to see that uh, improved demand, improved driver supply kind of play out for, for Uber as well, certainly.